So even with the legalization, Canadian uh, big pot producers have uh, reported disappointed earnings. They uh, say they haven't shipped nearly what they had reported. And that's likely because of this patchwork approach we've seen in this country, you know, on who can do what and where. So if you're in Ontario, you can only buy it online. And it's been riddled with all sorts of issues. You know, you've got these supply shortages, slow delivery, all kinds of headaches pot users do not like. They do not like to get stressed out. All right. But uh, interestingly, we learn that on the same day of these kind of not great profit numbers, Ipsos polling, which was done for Global News, shows a third of pot users, 35%, say that they're sticking with the black market. The market that, while criminal, is at least reliable. So remember, legalizing pot for the Trudeau government was all about getting rid of the black market. But in order to get rid of that black market, well, you can't have heady headaches in the whole pot thing when you're buying it. And that's not happening. I want to bring in Eric Shepard to this conversation. He's a cannabis advocate, organizer of the London, Ontario 420 Festival. He joins us now. Hello there. Good evening. Eric, What? Um, give, give me your views, if you will, on so far. I mean, we got legalized pot. Are you yeah. happy with it? Are you using the new system? Well, it's a step in the right direction. It's better than the way it used to be. At least we're not locking people in cages anymore. But uh, certainly it could have been done better. Uh, I personally am not using the new system uh, simply because it's too inconvenient. Uh, it's just as easy for me to use my regular dealer or mm-hmm. go to a local gray market dispensary. So in other words, you are the Ipsos guy that was polled yeah. to say, but 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 I kind of thought this would happen, you know, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. pot users would be open to trying it out, but if they don't like the price, if they're not happy with the product, and if they have headaches trying to get it, they will simply go back to where they came from. Right, exactly. Uh, convenience and quality and price are, are major contributors to, to people's buying behavior in this respect. And the, the, Ontario, the Ontario system just doesn't really have that. Uh, and what's more, uh, although you know it's illegal in this country, I'd rather not have my credit card records have that on them, uh, given the troubles that we've overheard with regard to crossing the borders of the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's just altogether not a good idea. So... Although it may work for some people, it certainly doesn't work for a lot of people. Okay, but let's say in a year, the kinks are ironed out. Ontario's not online anymore. It's more shops and private um, sales, because I can only focus on Ontario because that's where we are. Do you think, though, then that the, the, the users of pot, guys like yourself, will then say, okay, going back to the, to the legal source? Yeah, I mean, if if the legal source were feasible at this point, and at that point, uh, that would certainly be the best option. Uh, there are a number of gray market distributors, uh, dispensaries in, in various Ontario cities that are working quite well. And under the same model, they could continue to work well. But unfortunately, there is a provision in the Ontario plan that uh, those currently operating dispensaries will not be allowed to get a license once it is uh, allowed, which I believe is on April 1st, I think. I think so. Yeah, I should yeah. be around there unless it's pushed back. I want to play you a clip from a, a guy named Alan Rewak. He's with the Cannibal Council of Canada. In response to this study about the black market, take a listen to what he said and I'll get your reaction from that. We always knew that element would be there. And one of my greatest fears prior to the 17th was that the consumers would stay with that illicit supply chain. But what we've seen is dispensaries, the physical illicit dispensaries shutting down from coast to coast because they want to be part of this legal system. We've seen long lines. And yes, there has been some challenges with order fulfillment. 
But that can be that is to be expected with the early stages of an entirely new policy framework that comes after 95 years of prohibition. So I think my takeaway from that Ipsos poll was we've got a majority of Canadians who have completely turned away from the illicit market already, uh, only a month after legalization. Imagine where we're going to be together in eight months or six months. Uh, I think we're, we're making incredible progress and we're going even faster than I thought. Okay, so Eric, what's your takeaway? Do you agree with that? I mean, they've got a vested interest as, as lobbyists for the, the mm-hmm. industry, so take that with a grain of salt. What Do you agree with that? Well, it certainly has an optimistic view of the thing. Uh, it's, uh, it hasn't reflected my experiences nor the experiences of a lot of the people that I've talked to. Uh, even for folks that had medical licenses before, the, the mm-hmm. supply chain problems yeah. uh, owing to the recreational market have just caused them to go now back to the uh, the quote-unquote illegal market. Yeah, that, that's uh, quite, been actually underreported, that, that particular situation. Yeah. Absolutely, and, and quite frankly, like uh, they're they're living an optimistic dream. <laughs> There's, there are so many problems with the system that that it can't be considered a success as of yet. Uh, sure, I, I am optimistic in terms of the future and and where things might go, but there still is a lot of ground to be made up. Yeah, and this approach to you know shutting down the the illegal dispensaries, and I know you know Hamilton's got a lot, Toronto certainly has a lot, and I think I think London has its share. But you know it's like a bit of a game of whack a mole. You get rid of one, they pop back up. They're more sophisticated than I think people realize, and they can easily kind of change. They're almost like a chameleon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the grain market dispensaries uh, are well. I mean, they're well funded given the the profitability of the product itself. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, every time one here in London gets raided, uh, indeed, it does just pop back up. And there are others that are coming out of the woodworks. Uh, a shop here uh, right near where I live that's been selling other health food products suddenly is selling pot. And clearly, there's there's no license in place because that's impossible. But uh, that that's simply the, the diversity of business models. And do you get the sense that the black market is just so able to um, turn itself on a dime do you get the sense that it will be impossible to get rid of it altogether? Yeah, getting rid of it altogether is is a pipe dream, quite frankly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, we, we do want to make every effort to ensure that our supply chains are ethical and uh, well-produced and safe. Uh, but there's no way to really squish out the black market, so to speak. Uh, my thought is that we really ought to be doing everything possible to bring the black market into the legal right. market. And unfortunately, the policy of the Ontario government has taken is um, contrary to that. It's certainly better than the, the liberal policy before this, but uh, even the PC's plan um, is, is a bit too restrictive for my liking. It might be. I mean, look, it's the beginning. I can't imagine any government coming out full throttle saying, have at or, you know, they're just not going to do that. But, you know, yeah, I get the sense that, you know, five years from now, I don't know what it will look like, but uh, certainly, I think in the next eight months to 10 months, it'll evolve. I just don't see the black market going anywhere. I just don't. Yeah, it's it's just too profitable and too easy to be doing. And, and there's just so much of a well-formed supply chain in place uh, that they're basically trying to reinvent the wheel. And, well, the wheel works just fine, quite frankly. And just quickly before I let you go, um, are your buddies, do they get nervous going into the dispensaries now, given the fact that they're getting shut down? Not really. I mean, it's not really a huge concern given that it's it's legal to possess. Uh, just, I guess, as long as you're not there during a raid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's that, you know. <laughs> yeah, there, there is always that danger, but, you know, what are the odds? Okay, well, you never, I'm not willing to try there, but let me know. <laughs> just knowing my luck, uh, yeah. I could be the guy. <laughs> yeah, something tells me you know what you're doing. Eric, thank you very much. I appreciate it. We'll chat with you again.